They're the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blaine Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 12.15 Club. It is my area. Eric Jones, Dylan Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince. I don't know why I just called you Eric Jones. I appreciate it. That is technically my name. It is, but it's not. (laughs) It's not your name. Your name is the Big German. Everybody knows that. Right. Marvin's unfortunately back. That's hurtful, but I am back. Hi, everyone. You big time this last week. <laughs> I did. And Going I to a family <laughs> function. <laughs> I don't think we I was need gonna the facts say, here. I was going to say, it's like, uh, what was Mark doing where he big timed you? He didn't show up for the podcast. Remember, we were a little bit all offended that he didn't. You I don't kind of talked that. about it too, Dylan. I remember you saying he's like, oh, classic Marvin leaving for like a lame excuse. You said that too. You agreed with me. I didn't. Yeah, you did Whatever. <laughs> we had a couple topics to hit. Marvin, I want to start with you. I'm happy that you're back this week, all kidding aside, because apparently you're not trustworthy? I guess. That's what Dan said. I mean, if Dan says it, it's Bible, so you've kind of like established now that you're the lying Danette. Is that fair? No, not one bit. Maybe I exaggerated. Eric? One thing that Marvin said that I thought was it was a throwaway line, but you were like, don't ever lie when there's a chance you can get verified. And I was like, I thought back to you being uh, an employee for the last three years. And I was like, hmm, are there any times where you might have stretched the truth in an unverifiable type of way? Uh, I'm not saying you did. I'm just it made me rack my brain. Bill? People always say, like, honesty is the best policy. Mm-hmm. I've found in my many years on this earth that's a total lie <laughs> lying was way better almost every time i'm kidding but also i didn't and i don't remember if i'm making this up or not but didn't a while ago dan say marvin was the most trustworthy i don't remember, remember that not like when that. like talking about maybe the same thing i think he right or i mean and look things change marvin's clearly a just a bona fide liar now yeah maybe we, he wasn't once but once you know fame fortune Things befall him, and all of a sudden, he just starts lying. That's what we talked about last week. I mean, he's redoing his floors now. He's getting recognized yeah. at Home Depot. He went, he went to Disney World without me. He's untrustworthy. I mean, these are all things that kind of like precede each other. Yeah. Fall in early. Marv? I went to Disneyland, not Disney World. Yeah, watch your mouth, Dylan. So relax. Semantics. Who do you think is the, wor- the, most, the least trustworthy Danette, though? If we're all, all kidding aside here. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to <laughs> jump on this first, <laughs> Eric? Well, in what scenario? Like, uh, I mean, in the work scenario, like here, here. Um, when you say trustworthy versus not trustworthy, like they're going to say something that's not true. Yes, or they may stretch the truth to their own benefit. Well, until you said their own benefit, I was going to say Paul because Paul will stretch the truth or will kind of fill in details sometimes to keep the story going um but then dan also no dan absolutely dan made up a story today about dylan talking about his mom which wasn't true um when was like, this this is a behind the scenes thing no it was on air i didn't hear this uh, yesterday when i was doing the prep stuff uh livia our lovely cleaning lady came up and she was like 
like basically asking me if I like cook and stuff like that because I was in the process of cooking. And then I was like, yeah, my mom works in like food, like she works for Food Network, blah, blah, blah. So I've been doing it for a long time. Um, and Dan walked by and honestly, he just kind of like laughed. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Wait, so what was the story today? I missed it. He, um, it, he was saying like he came and talked to me yesterday and he was like, what, uh, what did he say again, Eric? Well, basically what he said was uh, that oh, he came in and talked mom. to you and, and you said your mom was a chef and he asked for, uh, if he was a chef or a cook and or just a good mom. And But I'm not saying that Dan lies. It's just it's embellishing. It's it's a it's a show. Right? It, to like, make the story better. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. stand-up comics aren't always telling true stories. It's just if it makes it yeah. better. The idea of saying trustworthy makes it seem like there's like uh, either negligence and or intention of like trying to... What if we frame it like this? Uh, say one of the Danettes rear-ended a car in a parking lot. <laughs> who would leave a note and who wouldn't? Todd. Oh, I thought you were going to say sideswipe. <laughs> <laughs> or sideswipe. Todd's the like, polar opposite, well, he, where he shares too many details, where you're like, Todd, I don't need to know all that. Yeah, Todd would like break into their car and wait for them to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Todd emailed me today because we were working on getting some sort of music for uh, – um, Sunfield's uh, um, interview, and he goes, I know you'll communicate with Marvin and make Dan Paul aware that the song is ready to play for the portion of that interview. The I know you will gets me every time. The I know I'm you like, will is, can you, I rather, can you please? Yeah, just give me the finger, Todd. Yes. I know you will, just awful. I hate it so much. <laughs> I, know, I like Todd. I, know. I love Todd. Todd's like a great person, but I know you will. Just ask me, Todd. Just, that can also you please? implies that he thinks you're not going to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he's saying... That you're not trustworthy. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah. Who is the least trustworthy? Brg in, in this room, Marv. I mean, Marv's. I think he took the cake for the entire building. He yeah. is Marvin is a liar. Everyone knows that. But does that make him the least what trustworthy you, here? What What were you lying about today, or what were you stretching the truth about today? Oh, I was talking about uh, when I worked at the mothership, and I was oh, making you made four dollars, four dollars an hour <laughs> plus tips, though. No, it was four dollars. It was four dollars. You got tips though, right? No tips. It was just four dollars. Wow. But I also said uh, there were a hundred and forty-eight thousand million people in the stands at SEC <laughs> games. So maybe I was stretching the truth in those things. But whatever. So you don't want to be in contention for MVBRG. I mean, you kind of. I'm not back here. Like in the morning, I am, but. You did like a month as a BRG? I mean, you should still, I guess you're eligible. You just got to do a month to be a part of that award. I, I mean, know. look, I think to be a BRG, Dylan, he cooked himself into the conversation. Dylan, I got to tell you, Tyler may have lost his job. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought that might happen. Granted, I don't know how hard of a job that was to lose, per se. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, well, we like the Met, so it was lamb, oysters, Rockefeller, and salad. And I just then, thought like, it was Tyler very hates thoughtful. lamb and seafood. It was a creative menu. Yeah, it was eclectic. Yes, it was something outside of the box of just barbecue ribs, well, brisket. I mean, those things are good, but it's no fault of Tyler's. But like, he obviously like you're gonna uh, gravitate towards things that you like to eat. So Tyler, you know, like uh, we recycle things, burgers to, to some degree, and French like, dip. He's, Tyler doesn't like lamb, so he never makes lamb. He doesn't like seafood, so he never makes seafood. So I figured, why you know, let's smoke them while we got them. I understand, and I agree, Eric. 
to be fair to Tyler, I think doing anything once really great is easy. I think doing it every week for years, you can kind of get stuck in a rut. Um, doing things once great is like my bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got your job. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it like that, but... <laughs> you only have to be right once. Yeah, just like, a, de- like also, a dead clock. You only have to be wrong once, though. Wrong. Wrong. I mean, I think you would still have... I love Tyler, and I think Tyler does a great job weekly here. Yeah. But I think you still have a little bit more of a creative menu from a week-to-week basic basis if you were competing well, I have like against a wacky Tyler. Palette. So, I, you know, like what things that I want. That's the only thing that I like hanging out with you for because... Yeah. As most people would say, like, he's fun to eat with, and that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. It's the only reason and, I like to hang and out And he's with not you. a liar like Marvin. That's a good point. The biggest liar in this room yep. and in this building. Now, so you said who's trustworthy, and I think it's that's an interesting question. And I don't that was the question posed on the show today, no? Um, I don't know. Is there a difference between the most honest person and the most trustworthy person? Because, like, I'm sometimes like, I wouldn't say I'm a narc, though you could call me that if you'd like, Rat. but like, narc, I. There's part of my job is like making sure things are going well, and if they're not going well, you know, Blame you have Marvin. to be responsible for figuring out what's going on and, and trying to fix it, right? So, like, trustworthy, like, if Dylan is a complete skunk, which happens all the time, it's not necessarily <laughs> my job to try to cover him, even though, like, as a person, I would like to try to cover, but, like, as a manager, okay. I don't really. I don't appreciate this slander. You're that you're implying like this is a regular thing I have to cover for Dylan. There's all kind of like bows and arrows being thrown around during yeah, this podcast Eric. today. Marvin's been hit with a couple. Dylan's been hit with a couple. You haven't really yet though. I I'm feel just like trying we to moderate here. I'm just trying to moderate. And yeah, watch. Mario's a big throw. His hands up. Mario's like gets gets in the weeds. I'm working on a project. Then when something goes sideways, like oh, I mean, it's not like I got a million other things to do. That's yeah, you, a big Mario. You love to remind people when something is someone else's job. You know. He also loves to remind. Like if he did something good, he'll like go take. Oh, he can't. he'll take a victory parade. Like it's not a lap. It's a whole parade. <laughs> He did it today. He did it today. He came in. He's like, Eric, look at how cool I edited this video. He's like, does that look good? And I was like, Mario, at least have some subtlety if you're just fishing for compliments. Dylan was walking around the studio like nowhere to be found. Purple shoes on. (laughs) When like we needed graphics today, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I made the lamb. It's off the grill already. I just sliced it. Like it's called being a jack of all trades. No one cares, dude. Jack something. Show <laughs> or a master of none. Nobody want nobody wants to hear about the baby pains. Just show me the baby. I don't want to see the baby either. The baby's the lamb in this case. Yeah. Well, I mean, I we talked, we had a conversation. You're like, yeah, I can sit in, punch in graphics. Just tell me what to do. I was like, all right, Mario, I'll tell you what to do. Like I have to do every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys looking forward to the Emmys? Yeah, I'm actually very. I feel like that's gonna be fun. I was actually so I was sitting on Dylan's desk today, filling in, just punching some graphics. Hard, while he right? Was that's not hard. <laughs> do you have a special <laughs> outfit going on? Your mom texted you about something. I, I do. I ordered a pair of pants. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I think, quote unquote, I can wear these a couple times, right, mom? Well, yeah, I have to wear them to my friend's wedding too to show him how seriously I'm taking it. Yeah, we got Paul here. Paul's coming in. 
Just to kind of fill you in, Paul, we've just kind of been roasting everybody, going back and forth, really throwing darts at each other today. Good. Who's getting the worst? Marvin got it pretty pretty bad because he didn't show up for the podcast last week. I mean, no I show. I don't know what he was doing, but he didn't show up. So <laughs> you know, when when you become famous, there's a lot of people pulling at you. Uh, you know, I didn't really have to deal with this. I never got famous, but like you know, Marvin's in a different category now. And then no no call no show for the podcast. So I don't know. That doesn't go over well. Like, Since the beginning of a trend with you, Marvin. But, but Dylan's gotten it because he doesn't really look trustworthy. You guys were talking about being trustworthy on the show today. Look, sometimes, look, I, I like Dylan a lot. I think he's a very entertaining, very fun guy. But you say, does someone look trustworthy? You know, I would be, I'm very comfortable saying, I know I don't look trustworthy. Dylan, I would trust you to get me out of jail. You know, so I'd take be the, better getting you into jail. Well, I, think. I know that. But like, if I were in a jam, you look like the kind of bro that would. Do whatever like you Like, I could. know the bail bondsman. Yeah, you got a connection that could help me get out of jail. Now, if I wanted you to uh, you know, babysit a bunch of kids for a weekend, no, I'm not calling you. It's smart. On face value. Yeah. But that's just face value. You could probably call Marv, though. Marv has kids. He has experience. I've seen Marv as a father. Mar- Marv's been over to the pad before. And I, he, you know, he doesn't run a tight ship. His kids, his kids seems to run the show from what I've seen. But Ooh. that's just in, in the public setting. I don't know. That's also in the private setting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's usually... Man, your mother's going to be furious if she sees this. Yeah. As an only child, I think I can uh, sign off on that. So the only thing I really want to jump in here today is because uh, anytime there's a seismic shift on the show, I think it should be addressed. And now, unfortunately, Tyler the, uh, was out for uh, you know this, this week, and he's been doing a very good job, I would say, the past year and a half handling a lot of the cooking, uh, whether it's Friday or other. Now, Dylan steps up. I saw the menu. I was like, wow, that's aggressive. But it sounds like something he knew about already or his family knew about it made. So I was like, okay, you wouldn't make a dish like this, I don't think, unless you had like a, some history with it. You know, a little rosemary on the lamb, all that kind of good stuff. So now Dylan's in a position where he overachieved, which he's probably never been in before in his life. And <laughs> I hate doing that. Right, because now you have expectations. That's why I always had a C average. They expected nothing out of me. Now, Dylan, you could either be like the second tier guy for the food or you could challenge Tyler or you could put your feet up and retire and leave people wanting more. Be like an actor doing great in a movie and then say, you know what, I'm going to retire and leave people wanting more. Remember, if you ever read about a a tennis player named Bjorn Borg, he was fantastic and they just put his feet up and we wanted him back. So that's where you got to think about this weekend. Do Do I tap out and let that great meal, it was a great meal. It wasn't just good. It was, I thought it was great. Stand on its own. Is he the Nick Foles? Of our show right oh, now? Oh, good call. Like where your head's at there. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got a, a Super Bowl MVP and a bunch of other questionable stuff in your past. That sounds like you. Yeah. I mean, I do. I love cooking, but if there's an option to kick my feet up and retire, I'm taking that every time. Right. Eric? Well, what I had suggested was that Dylan is really good at like knocking out of the park once, but there's something to be said for consistency and being you know coming up like you're not going to have this type of like oh my gosh moment every week and you may become either defeated or that creative right but like i I think that i guess my point is just that you um you are set up to for success this week because it's so different tyler wouldn't make lamb he doesn't like lamb and doesn't like seafood and so he doesn't. You don't get a lot of that. You get burgers, See, brats. Now, now Tyler should think about you know opening up his genre, be t- not just what he likes, but maybe what others like. Now, Dylan, here's the thing though: if you start kind of putting yourself out there to do more, Dan may say, "Hey, why don't you guys alternate every week?" And then you're like, "Oh, now I've got to do it." Yeah, like I'd ra- I'd also rather just like go big or go home. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to share the gold medal with Tyler. 
I want to see like a like a face off, like a Iron challenge. Chef battle. I mean, if you, you suggest that today, and it's on. You bring your best meal. Tyler brings his best meal, and we just do it on Meat Friday. Look, I'm not. A, I don't like to toot my own horn, but I. I mean, I would smoke Tyler. Wow, on literally, the trigger, literally, yeah. literally, smoke. literally <laughs> yeah. a little barbecue voice. sauce. It'll taste good. I, yeah. I, I like it. It's on. It's it's great. Like you know, you're blowing right past it. You're gonna you're gonna take care of business. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, like if. The meal itself was great, but the fact that you didn't talk smack before it, you know, you kind of said you were nervous. You know, you didn't like talk smack. It it kept expectations down low, which I think was smart. I, I let my play speak for itself. Right. Let the meat do the talking, as yes. I always said. Yeah, but I mean, like week sixteen against the Packers or something, Nick Foles doesn't necessarily show up. I mean, mm-hmm. how about you know if it's a January Friday in you know January? I, can you? come through you know what nick Foles will forever be a super bowl champion right can't take it away yeah. the other funny thing was i think i described uh, uh dylan as a guy who doesn't own a pair of socks and today's the first time i've ever seen him wear socks <laughs> <laughs> that i can recall all right guys have a good show Later. thanks paul thanks. see it. a little cameo that wasn't planned paul Paps popping in so it was fun what are your expectations for tuesday tuesday we have our emmy show first time we are going to the emmys as a group as a show eric all right, so I think we do Chinese buffet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big like big you, team dinner. I mean, I don't want to put it all on the table here, but I heard you chatting with Dan before. Oh, this he's very That's podcast. nice. Yeah, no, I walked by. Was, oh, sure, yeah. Just walked no, right no by. way. <laughs> so, what'd you hear? Um, I heard something about like some coral bottles popping bottles. I heard about like some sort of uh, I don't know keg situation. <laughs> No, you didn't. I, I don't know. What? I heard about like three champagne bottles for the each of us uh, for like you know. I, I heard bottle service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. I heard our own cocktail hour inside of the party bus. Eric said he was going to rent out the rainbow room for us and pay for it himself. Right, the one in L.A. Though, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one's going to show. <laughs> I heard Dan that he wants to actually do a private jet instead of a party bus for all of us into it New York. It would be more efficient. Or a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. We could all take a blade. Yeah. I don't think we could, actually. We'd have to probably take a couple. But <laughs> What if we drove up to Hartford and then took that, a flight down to New York? It would be pretty gangster if we just landed on the roof of the Emmys. And then if we don't win. <laughs> What's that noise? To, oh, we, it's DP show walk, leaving. Walk up all the walk up all the flights of stairs and get back into the helicopter. I mean, if we do win, it's awesome. But yeah. if we don't, it's kinda yeah. tough. I mean you gotta you gotta go all in at this point. Put all your chips in the middle. Just have the loser flag flying behind the helicopter. Uh yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they do those like the um, beach things. Why? Because it gets tangled in the, in the <laughs> propeller or rotor, or whatever. And doom, dead. Um, yeah, so I think we're we're gonna get the party bus. I think we do like a team lunch here first, um, just because the timing of everything is kind of a little wonky. Mm-hmm. So do a team lunch here. We leave here mid afternoon. Get down there five five thirty. Go to the cocktail hour. Todd will have a lot of like mini hot dogs, that kind of a food. Um, get a couple drinks. The ceremony starts at seven. Hopefully, we're our category is um, eight eight thirty is my, kind of what I'm hoping. And then, depending on the outcome, I think we'll either go out and have a drink in the city, or um, we'll have a drink on the bus, or maybe we won't have a drink in the. city. I don't know exactly what's going to happen after. I think it kind of depends on when our category is called. I actually reached out to the Emmys, and they were kind of like offended that i had asked when our category was going to be we always ask that though and well we've asked the last three or four years because um 
we were doing a show and they were happy to send, send share their rundown. So I was like, oh, we'll just keep keep that train going. And she's like, uh, wait, so you're not staying the whole time? We would love for you to stay. And I was like, yeah, we all get up at five in the morning. So probably not happening. Um, but anyways, look, it's going to be fun. It's a limo style bus. So I hope no one gets motion sickness. Um, but there's a bar on the bus. I don't know if there's a bathroom. I didn't ask that question. Hot. <laughs> you know what actually i think i hope there's not a bathroom because that is a something but uh, just remember that this is a a bus so you cannot we can't take the west side highway you can't take um any of the merit or we can't go any of like so we have to go main routes and uh so it might take a little longer to get to and fro um but yeah we'll have some beers on the bus on the way back and we'll have some champagne and we'll probably have some sincoro mm-hmm. and um Win or lose, we booze, like Johnny Menzel said. I love that. Um, and also, you can't uh, hit a halal truck with the bus, too. Correct. Luckily, you're not driving, so we should be good. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, what a, so yeah, like win or lose, we sell, like, would we, what would be a more, uh, like, what would enable a drinking scenario more, winning or losing? Well,. Okay, Obviously, so, for very in with different mentality. So you th- you've been a part of the show since two thousand nineteen nine. Yeah, four years. <laughs> right. So four. Well, I mean, if you're counting December fifth when you were pressure washing, if the number is the number, it's December fifth, twenty eighteen. Okay, sure. But you, so you've been a part of three. This is your third Emmys celebration that you're like actively a part of, though, right? Yeah. So we've lost all three. Yeah. Do you think it's because of me? I'm not sure, but you know, I'm just saying. I think it is. Um, and I, I think the vibe, it's you like I don't have any anxiety or like expectations about the Emmys, right? But then when we do finish the show Tuesday and we don't go home and like you start a different routine, those seven or eight hours until the category after the word get off the air, but until the category is called, it builds, especially being there in person. Yeah. Because it's like there's. And you may not know who a lot of the people are, but you like you know that there it's a who's who in the sports media industry, and they might be producers, they might be executives, you know, they might be talent. But um, so, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, this, it'd be great to walk up, you know, and like celebrate and be a part of of that success. And then um, once your category is called, you're like, all right, and you start just thinking more about the, and then they play the video, and it's like. Dan Patrick show. Dan Patrick show. And it's like, and then if you win, which I haven't had this experience, but I would imagine if you win, it's like euphoria. And if you lose, it's deflating. You're like, now I'm in the middle of Manhattan. It's 830. (laughs) Are you projecting right now? (laughs) And it's like, no, I mean, it's just, and we went out a few years ago. the, The last time we were in person, we went out. Okay. So, Five years. The last time we were in person, the first time the um, they had rented a full rooftop bar and like because there was multiple people from DirecTV, like different shows or different projects that were nominated. So it was like a kind of a bigger event. Some executives flew out. And uh, I don't think Dan ended up coming. We were very late. Our category was like one of the last ones that year. So it was kind of like and we were doing the show the next day. So you didn't come that one. We did dinner the next year. And after after. And it was a bummer. Um, everyone was just kind of like, ah, it sucks. And then, um, 
And then we did the last two here. Yeah. Last the, year was fun. I mean, we lost it and we still had like a good time afterwards. Yeah. We were early. Don't forget. Yeah. And we were in Milford. Yeah. So it's nine or nine thirty, and it's like, all right, yeah, I'll have a beer or two. But by 10 o'clock, everyone's gone. Right. So, but now all of a sudden it's going to be like 11, 1130 by the time we get back here, depending mm-hmm. on how it all shakes out. So um, I, I kind of didn't answer your question, but I uh, gave a little more color. But I would say um, more likely that we spend more time together and do more things if we win. Um, but, I mean, I still think the, the ride home should be fun either way. Cause make, be, make lemonade. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. it'll be, I think it'll be fun. And we'll have mm-hmm. – I mean, it's not going to be like everyone's stumbling out of the bus. I know it's we're going to take the party out of the party bus, but – Yeah, it's just a bus. Yeah, that's actually just a yellow school <laughs> bus. <laughs> yeah, actually, a school bus would have been great. Uh, I think that's it? all we got. I think that's all we got. Uh, you think so? Yeah. Or you know? I know where you're going with that next question, and I don't want to hear you ask him and then him shut you down. I'm saving you on this one. So, I, One quick little thing. I noticed you've been trying to work on your speech affect, and mm-hmm. instead of saying with, you're with. saying wit. Instead, yeah. well, I mean, but I'm well, not to, like, just with you're getting you're getting closer to the real <laughs> world. Like you know when you're like on the scale and you have like one, you're like trying to find the middle. I'm far left right now. I'm just trying to get right to the middle right now. Yo, you're doing a bang up job. My girlfriend kind of makes fun of me for the whiff. Yeah, so I've been working on it. Why, she, so now he's going with because she's with. a native, a native <laughs> English speaker who has ears. <laughs> I have troubles with ths. I turn them into s. Wish. Both. All right, right, that's all we got. We'll talk to you as Emmy winners next week. For Eric Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, yours truly, my Ariel. Have a good weekend, everyone.